0: all right welcome back to our discipleship training this is our discipleship course and uh we are going to start off with uh a little poem that y'all gave me it's uh, that is befitting to this course and it's called the world of scripture and you know we gave me this because scripture is a world in and of itself and it's the only world that you need, especially when you're trying to become a disciple of the word. You want to stay within the world of scripture. You know, hence the poem says, welcome to my world, a place where the natural eyes can't see, where your physical bodies can't be, where the last is first, the first is last, the end is told from the beginning. And when it appears as though one is losing, they're actually winning. Where trumpets are depicted as voices, the persecuted righteous don't complain, but actually rejoice. Here swords are likened to the world, the demons of birds, the dead are yet alive, the living are actually dead. Blood and flesh are even depicted as wine and bread. It's a place wherein the humble are depicted as poor, and the poorer one becomes, they later found to be that much richer. I'm speaking of no other place but the awesome world of scripture. So please turn off your phones, perk up your ears, and get ready to listen. The Rock is about to begin Hallelujah. All right. So we're still in the story of Avram, you know, um, the man that was called of of Yahuwah Elohim. And so in a way, he relates to every man that was called of Elohim, you know, but he's also the Exalted Father. And in a way, he speaks to our Exalted Father. Amen. Amen. You know, so you have to understand these nuances. So you understand where you fit in. To Mm -hmm. the story. Amen. You know, and so it's a beautiful thing when you're able to see yourself in scripture. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because he told tomorrow's story yesterday.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, even as his word says, he tells the end from the beginning. You know, so (laughs) we're going to jump on into the story of Aaron. We left off with Aaron um, actually leaving Mitzrayim. And so we're going to pick it up today that um, with Genesis 13, 11. And it says, Then Lot chose him, all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves, the one from the other. So last week, we ended with um, the herdsmen of Lot and the herdsmen of Abram. They were feuding, mm-hmm. yep. you know, and so you know, to keep peace, Abram, you know, said, hey, 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 you know, it's not, you know, let's not have our herdsmen, you know, fight amongst each other. Now, what's another word for herdsmen? Shepherds. Shepherds. You know, what's another word for shepherds? Pastors. Pastors. Mm -hmm. Let's not have our pastors fighting amongst each other. Mm. What are the followers of Yahshua called? Sheep. Start you're making the connection yet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So we have we have pastors, we have sheep, and we have feuding amongst the pastors. Mm-hmm. Amen. All right. So just just you know to jog your memory. All right, so Abram, you know, he suggested that you know Lot choose. You know, where he wanted to go, look, look, look out and, you know, and see the land that was before him. He said, if you want to go left, I go right. You want to go right, I go left. Whichever way you want to go, you go. And I'll take it from there. You know, and so it speaks about looking over the land and then he chooses. And that's where we pick it up today genesis 13 11 Mm -hmm. then lot chose him all the plain of jordan and lot journeyed east and they separated themselves the one from the other so abram and lot separate right now lot chose all the plain of jordan Mm -hmm. what is a plain? what is this word plain Mm -hmm. well this word plain is kikar in the Hebrew, it was number thirty-six hundred three. It speaks to a circle, especially the Gore or Valley of the Jordan. Mm-hmm. So it speaks to the Valley of the Jordan. You know. Now, please recall that at this point they were east of Bethel, but west of of Ai or Hai. Hai all right. Mm-hmm. You know. So this is where they were. Uh, how do we know this? Genesis thirteen three. It it taught it told us. It says, and he went on his journey from the south even to Bethel. This is when he was leaving Mm Misraim. He went on his journeys from the south, even to Bethel, unto the place where his tent had been at the beginning between Bethel and Mm Hai.
1: All
0: right. Now, consider that the location they were residing at that was betwixt Bethel and Ai was upon a mountain Mm
1: -hmm.
0: between Bethel and Hai. All right, how do we know this? Genesis 12, 8 taught us. It said, and he removed from this unto a mountain on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west and i.e. on the east. And there he built an altar unto Yahuwah and called upon the name of Yahuwah, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so now consider what the word tells us, even that lot journeyed east, i.e. towards That is towards ruin. Remember, IE um, or AI means ruin. Mm -hmm. So we see a picture here. We see a picture here of Lot leaving and heading towards ruin.
1: Mm
0: Can you see it? Yeah. You know, so just so that it's clear here's a map of, of the landscape. And so here it is, He was somewhere over here, you know, Bethel, you know, and this is IE or AI right here, you know, and so this is likely where he was in, in one of these two dots, you know, um, in betwixt, you know, so if this is Bethel, they wasn't sure. And so if this is Bethel, then this is where he was you know right here which it's a kerbet you know he was he was like um like right here and he had you can see that Bethel is on is on the east mm-hmm. i mean Bethel is is on the west you know and and uh uh ai is on okay. the east yep. you know even as as it said Bethel on the west and ai on the east right so Bethel on the west see west and ai on the east see that's facing east and he's like right here now if you look and you see here like this is smooth see how it looks smooth yep. you know that's flat landing so that's why they call it a plane yep. mm-hmm. now you you see over here it looks kind of crinkled yeah you know that's because those are mountains. Right. Yep. you know and so we know he was on top of a mountain, right okay and so now what i want you to see is actually that what we're being shown here is a picture of Lot having to come down off this mountain. Mm -hmm. You know, now he was before um, the Temple of Elohim, the House of Elohim, right? But he had the the House of Elohim west of him, but he was before ruin. Mm. So, He wasn't at the house of Elohim, but he wasn't in ruin. He was on a mountain. What does mountains represent? Mm -hmm. Kingdom of Elohim, my man. So can you see that he he was on the kingdom of Elohim? So Lot left the kingdom of Elohim. Mm -hmm. And he went down into the plain or the valley. Now the valley is the low point, right? You know, so, you know, um, so the lower you go, the more wicked you become. Mm.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: Now, does anyone remember, you know, what I said when you go um when you go up, it represents going in what direction? In, absolutely. So when you're up on the mountain, that speaks of one being in the kingdom of Elohim, which is within. When you go to the to the floor, when you go to the bottom of the valley, that speaks to you be you being on your flesh or the surface. You see that? Yeah. You know, so I want you to be able to see that, you know, because I want you to be able to see that lot leaves the kingdom of, of um of Elohim and he goes into the valley and he heads towards ai towards ruin and then it goes on to say he pitches before sodom he's heading east right and you see sodom is over here way east you follow me yeah you know so i want you to be able to see the spiritual picture that scripture is teaching us you know so that you'll be able to comprehend you know what's within the wording and not just the wording itself you know because as aforementioned the wording is simply containers and these these containers contain things they're not empty containers right you know they have stuff in them and so within this you can see a picture of lot descending or leaving the kingdom of elohim Mm -hmm. and going down into the valley going into his flesh Towards ruin, mm. and then pitching his tent before eastward, before Sodom, mm. and Sodom means scorched, mm. Mm. which it would eventually become. <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs>
0: you know, you know. So, I want you to, I want everybody to be able to see that, you know, because that's a very prolific picture. You know, and it tells what's about to happen, does it not? It tells what's, what's about to come next in scripture, (laughs) you know? And so it's important, you know, that the disciple be able to see that. All right. Now the question is why, why does Lot choose this destination? Green. Absolutely. Both of you are correct. It looked green, it was pleasing to his eyes. We're told this in Genesis 13:10. Says and Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before Yahuwah destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of Yahuwah, like the land of mitzrayim as thou comest unto Zora. <clears throat> You know, so now again, I want you to be able to see the spiritual picture because you know let's take it one step further. You know, so Lot leaves the kingdom of kingdom of um of Elohim, but he also leaves the exalted father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Abram, his name means what? Exalted Father, right? So can you see a picture of Lot leaving the exalted father, leaving from in front of the house of Elohim, descending down into the flesh, Mm -hmm. heading towards ruin, Mm -hmm. pitching his tent eastward, east towards
1: Sodom.
0: Can you see that? Said he headed east. East speaks to antiquity. You know, so can you see that he was heading in the same fleshly direction as those before him? Well, what those before him? Well, where is he going? He's going to the valley of what? Jordan. Jordan means what? Descender. Jordan means a descender. So now we're talking about the valley of the descender. Who was buried in a valley that that descended upon the earth? You sure. Now this wasn't in the discipleship course, so I'm gonna just give you this one. Yes, Azazel. Um, Azazel was buried in the valley, mm-hmm. you know, and had all the rocks thrown on top yeah, of him, yeah. and 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 put in chains, him yeah. and his cronies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he descended from his first, hab- they descended yeah. from their first habitation.
1: Yeah.
0: So you see Lot going down into the valley of the descender where he gets corrupt. Mm-hmm. We're heading towards his ruin. Mm-hmm. Towards being scorched. And pitches his tent before be becoming scorched. You see that? Yeah. Can you see that picture? Yes. You know, <clears throat> this is what a disciple does. They open the containers and see what's in it. All right, let's uh get the clicker back clicking. Now. So here it is, we see this picture of Lot leaving the exalted father, um, heading east towards ruin, and pitching, you know, his his tent residing there. Now, here's here's, uh, some extra credit. Where have we heard this story before? With Abraham? Mm-hmm. With whom? With Abraham heading to Egypt? No, we're talking about Abraham. Chapter three.
1: Chapter three. Chapter three, Chapter
0: three of what? Genesis. What is it talking about? Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. Not quite. Okay. Say again. Absolutely. And you guessed. But you guessed <laughs> right. <You're> right. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good guess. Why did you guess that? Because he left from from the
1: presence of
0: Yahweh Also he left from, from, from his father. Right. Who was his high father because yes. he was the first one on the planet, yes. right? Yes. So he too left his high father headed east. You know, remember he left eastward. Now, Genesis 13.10 gives you a clue that that it's a parallel to that. Where's the clue? Even as the Garden of Yahuwah. The plain was even as the Garden of Yahuwah, so scripture is even helping you to see the parallel. Can you see that? I pray y'all see this stuff. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, you know, because if you if you can't see the stuff at this point, you know it's gonna be it's gonna be rough for you becoming a disciple. Mm-hmm. You know to be able to open up these uh, containers. You know you should be able to see some of this stuff at this point.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know if you can't, then go back and redo the um, lessons on the patterns and parallels. You know because you su- you're supposed to be able to pick up on these patterns and parallels right that's the that's the whole reason we've done done that segment of the on discipleship courses so that you can see these patterns and parallels okay, but I pray that you can see that right yeah all right you know so that said the same thing would happen again where would it happen again Most that was a good guess, you know, um, but not quite. Not what I'm looking for. Close, very close, but Israel,
1: the people, a little more specific. The ones that came through the the Red Sea and headed towards the Promised Land. They were having
0: east. Well, that's that's the same time that Josh is talking about it with Moshe. Yes, yeah, yeah, but,
1: but when they wouldn't go when they all die in the wilderness so it wouldn't go against the uh, um, anakin
0: yeah i didn't see nobody die in this story all right well i mean it was a 40-year death <laughs> well yeah you know <laughs> but still nobody died you know What is it when Moses came from the mountain and they had to separate No, not, not, not quite. Uh, What about, you know, uh, the prophet like unto Moshe? Yes, our Messiah, our Savior. You can see the same story with him. Yes. Yes. You know, not in the sense of him, him being, being Cain. You know, but there were there was those, you know, who broke off of Israel, you know, and went another way.
1: Yep,
0: you say Yosef. Uh now that's that's a good one. That's a good one. I didn't think about that one. Um, but maybe, you know. Uh, but the one I was looking for is, is Yahushua, you know, um, because we went over it last week, actually. You know, so that's why I was um, pointing that one. Yeah. Come on, clickers. Stop playing it. All right. Thank you. All right. So Genesis 13, 12. Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan. The land of Canaan represents what? Kingdom of Elohim. Kingdom of Elohim. So Abram, we see Abram dwelling in the kingdom of Elohim, and Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain and pitched his tent towards Sodom. Mm. The cities, what is a city? Walled or or a protected place. Kind of like a garden, Mm. but not. You know, a garden is a fenced-in place as well, but a garden is is watched and protected by whom? By Yah. You know, um well his garden anyway, you know, and the cities are watched and protected by yeah. men. See the difference? Yeah. You
1: know,
0: this is why when Cain left, he went and made a city.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. Okay. You know, he was imitating what the all that only thing that he knew. You know, so that's what he did. Now Says he dwelt in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent towards Sodom. And we talked about um the plain. And uh did not define that. Yeah, it was Chicago, Yeah, circle. You know, um valley of the, of the Jordan. Okay. All right. You know, and it says he pitches tents towards Sodom. I already told you, Sodom means scorched. You know, verse thirteen. But the men of Sodom were wicked. And sinners before Yahuwah exceedingly. Mm-hmm. And Yahuwah said unto Abram, after that Lot was separated from him, mm-hmm. lift up now thine eyes and look from the place where thou art, northward, southward, eastward, and westward. You know, so now he's he's telling he, um, Yahuwah speaking to Abram after Lot was separated. All right, who we call who lot depicts spirits.
1: Pharisees?
0: Those who had a veil or a covering over them. Yes, Pharisees um, were a type of them. You know, also the Sadducees, the scribes, you know, and everyone uh, who had, who was blinded. You know, we read about them in 2 Corinthians 3, 14 through 16. It says, but their minds were blinded. Mm-hmm. For until this day remain of the same veil untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament, which veil is done away in Messiah. But even unto this day, when Moshe is read, the veil is upon their heart. Nevertheless, when it's, when it shall turn to the Adonai, the veil shall be taken away. Okay. So these are the people that Lot represents. It represents those who are veiled those who are covered they have their minds blinded Mm. you know when reading the Old Testament the veil is upon their hearts you know so can you see that lot being separated from Avon is simply a depiction of the veil being removed from off Israel there's going to come a time when these folks who have their minds blinded are going to no longer be blinded those that have this veil upon their hearts, the veil is going to be removed mm. because they're going to accept Yahshua. Mm. You know, and so this is a depiction of that time when that veil will be removed from off of Israel, You know, and in large part is happening in our yes. day and time. Yes. Yes. It also depicts Abram's family, his family tree, that is, mm. being broken off and um, I can't see what I have now and there, hmm. but being broken up, but I, I'm pretty sure that's the question I asked name is as another adult father
1: Does anyone know
0: the yeah, and we just we just went over that that was Yahshua. um now verses fifteen and sixteen says all for all the land which thou seest to thee will I give it and to thy seed forever and so you know just just so that you can um relate you know so what this is talking about genesis 13 14 you know is a time when these peoples when Israel's um veil will be removed you know and they will accept yahshua you know and then you know yah will lift up his eyes and he will look in every direction because all the kingdoms of this world shall become his. Mm -hmm. You know, and so that is what this is a depiction of, you know, or foretelling of, if you would. You know, in verses 15 and 16, for all the land which thou seest to thee, will I give it and to thy seed forever. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth. Mm -hmm. So that if a man can number the dust of the earth, Then shall thy seed also be numbered. Now we know that man cannot number the dust of the earth. So we know that his seed also shall be not numbered. You know, now we're going to jump to Galatians 3.16 because Galatians shed some light on this. On the seed that's being spoken of. Because you know, we see here it says, and I will make thy seed, you know, as the dust of the earth and innumerable, right? Galatians 3:16 teaches us, it says, Now to Abraham and his seed Mm. were the promises made. He saith not and to seed, Mm. plural, as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed which is messiah mm-hmm. so here it is we have scripture te- teaching us that that seed that's being spoken of here speaks to yahshua mm-hmm. and yahshua will become as the dust of the earth and innumerable. normal can you see that mm-hmm. revelation 7 9 Revelation 7, 9 says, After this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues, stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. I pray that he can see that this group represents the seed of Abraham, the many member body of Yahushua, That is the seed of a father of many nations. Hence, we're told of all nations, kindred, peoples, and tongues. Describing every type of people on the planet. And that's why they're, you know, they're all mentioned. That said, I pray that ye can also see that this seed of many nations were not spawned from Abraham's loins. Hmm. They were not spawned from Abraham's loins. And this is what Romans 4, 13 and 14 is talking about, speaking about this very same topic. It says, for the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if they which are of the law be heir, faith is made void. And the promise made of none effect. You know, so it was not to Abraham or his seed through the law, but through the righteousness right. of faith. It continues on in verses 15 and 16. It says, because the law worketh of wrath. You know, if you broke, if you broke one of the laws, you broke all the laws and yeah. the punishment was what? death. Yeah. For where no law is, there is no transgression. Therefore, it is a faith that it might be by grace to the end of the promise, might be, excuse me, might be sure to all the seed. Mm-hmm. Not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, right. who is the father of us all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want you to see that, you know, there's two different groups being spoken of. Yeah, it is. You know, it is of the faith. It, he says in verse 16, therefore it is of faith. Well, let me back up to verse 13. It says, but through the righteousness of faith, because the just or the righteous shall live by faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. faith. Now, I feel compelled break down faith because most people don't understand faith but this word faith is pistis in the greek it's number
1: 4102
0: Mm -hmm. you know and that faith essentially speaks to persuasion Mm -hmm. and so persuasion from moral truth so that's what faith is faith is pistis you know number 4102 in your strongs and it speaks to persuasion of a moral truth. What is moral truth? Scripture is moral truth. So when, so essentially what we're being told is that faith is persuasion via scripture. Yes. So when you have scripture before thee or scripture in your heart and you're persuaded to adhere to it, right. then that is faith. Let me give you an example. Um, everybody probably know my example by now, you know, <laughs> but I'm gonna use it anyway because it it, 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 it it makes the point clear, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So okay, so you have this starving person, right? You know, you have this person that's starving, and you know, they have the intent of going to the fruit to a fruit stand that's a, that's along the along the way, you know, and begging for food, you know, from the keeper of the foot. Um, of the fruit stand they get to the fruit stand and lo and behold the keeper of the fruit stand is nowhere around and you know they get this notion that maybe they should just help themselves seeing that no one's around and they're super hungry and they were going to beg for some food you know and it's so much stuff there who would notice that it's gone and so they get ready to grab something, and they hear the small, still voice speak to them in their hearts. And it says, Thou shalt not steal. Now, at that point, they're persuaded not to take. It. But that's a big but. Right. But they have a choice in the matter even though they're persuaded not to take it, they can still take it anyway. And if they do, then their faith dies. For faith without works are dead. But if they choose to adhere to that persuasion not to take it, then their faith lives on and the just shall live by faith. From persuasion to persuasion. You know, after that persuasion, the word will persuade them to do something else, and then something else, and then something else. Yep. You know, this is why it said, "Faith cometh by hearing." The word "hear" is shema, uh, well, in the in the Hebrew is shema, and it speaks to not just audibly hearing, but also obeying. Yeah. Faith cometh by hearing and obeying the word of Elohim. You know, and so. This is how your faith is also increased. You know, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of Elohim. So, you know, by obeying the word of Elohim. You know, so the just shall live by faith. So those who go through the righteousness of faith, of being persuaded by the word and constantly um, living off of that, one persuasion after the next. They're deemed righteous, you know, and therefore, when he speaks about where no law is, there is no transgression. He's talking about in the realm of faith. Therefore, it is a faith that it might be by grace. Now, what is grace? Grace is Clarice. I can't remember the the number, but um, Clarice, Clarice. Uh, it almost came to me um, But it means Can anybody tell me what grace means? Reciprocal
1: favors
0: Yes, a reciprocal system of favors And that's very important to understand as well Because most people do not properly understand these terms They think faith is just something you believe You know And it, it that's not scripturally speaking that's not what it means that may be what it means according to Webster's today hmm. but scripturally speaking that's not what it means faith speaks to persuasion you know and grace you know the way it's taught today is that it's just a free gift it's just something <laughs> yeah. that, that you just received right but no caries the ancient term was spoke to a reciprocal system of favors in other words if I um show benevolence towards Sister Hannah and you know, and I blessed her with something, you know, it was it was taken for granted that she would bless me in return down the line. You understand? So it was reciprocal, you know, and it was like, you know, kind of like uh you know, the pay it forward concept, yeah. yeah. You know, and so that's important to understand because Yahshua gave us a gift, that gift was his death, yeah, his uh, on, on the torture state. Yeah. Now, he expects us to reciprocate,
1: yeah. Ooh.
0: You know, he gave us a gift of reconciliation to the father, but he expects us to reciprocate that gift by walking in faith. And see, that's the grace. He's given us a gift and we return the favor. We return the favor by doing something that's pleasing to him. Yes, you got it. A reciprocal system of favors that is always what the word at meant in ancient times it's not until recent times that they changed the definition <laughs> and to mean something totally yes. different just it's just one-sided you just yeah. get to receive 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 yeah. but if you think about it that don't even make sense right. <laughs> you know and to show you a scriptural example a beautiful, beautiful scriptural example of karis. Think of the story of David. There's a story of David when he's dealing with with um, Nabal, yeah. the fool. Yeah. Remember, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, yeah. and yeah. 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 so he was watching over Nabal's herdsmen, yeah. Yeah. you know, making certain yeah. that you know that they didn't get robbed and you know and that no harm came to them. And then when it was time for him to shear his sheep, you know, he asked for and. An offering. He didn't tell him what to give. He just said, "You know, look here. We looked out for you. You know, um, can you can you give us an
1: offering?
0: <laughs> you know." And so it was expected, you know, that he would return the favor with some type of offering, right? Yeah. But the fool, <laughs> the fool said, you know. <laughs> I'm not giving you nothing. You a <laughs> runaway slave. You know, I'm, I'm giving you nothing. Yeah. Now, consider David. King, he wasn't king David yet, but consider David because David is a very special person in Scripture because yeah. we're told that he had the heart after Elohim. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did his heart tell him? Ooh. I'm about to go over there and walk label. behind. <laughs> he said, I'm not against the wall. listen Abigail came and interceded on his behalf. But have you ever thought about that story? Why was he so upset when Nabal did not agree to give him nothing? Nabal didn't ask him to watch over his hers. Nabal, Nabal didn't uh, didn't uh, contract with him to, to look out for him. So why did he feel, why did David feel as if the neighbor was obligated to do something for him? It's and it's because of say, caris, yeah, I mean, yeah, Grace yeah. It's a reciprocal system of favors. And in ancient times, they operated on an honor system. Yeah, right. yeah, and know. they would lay down their life rather than dishonor the name of their of of their family or their or their family's name or their name Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know and so this is what Nabal was doing he was dishonoring David by not returning the favor you know but David looked looked at it as if he owed him because that's what grace is it's a reciprocal system of favors. You know, if I do something nice for you, you supposed to do something nice for me. Now, I don't necessarily tell you what that nicety is. But you're supposed to do something nice in return. You don't just keep receiving, 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 and don't give nothing in return. Right. You're going to wind up not having anybody that pissed up against the wall. (laughs) I pray that you can see these things. You need to understand what grace is because we're saved by grace. By this reciprocal system of favors. Yah has done us a huge favor and he expects us to return the favor. Hmm. This is why he says, you know, if you, you know, he says, you call me master and rightfully so. If you see that I came here to serve, there you go. How much more did you supposed to serve? <laughs> like right. You. Right. you understand? Yeah. You know, there is no free gift. That's a lie from the pit of Hades. <laughs> It's a reciprocal system of favors. You owe. You owe (laughs) y'all. You think he think he's supposed to father you, give you life? Raise you up? Bless you abundantly? And you're not supposed to do nothing every time? Well, let's put it on a fleshly level so maybe you can see it better <laughs> your parents they give birth to you right they take care of you when you can't take care of yourself
1: Hallelujah.
0: they raise you up and then they get old and they can't take care of themselves and you turn your back on them yes. you think that's right
1: yes.
0: it's a reciprocal of favors yes. you-
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. No, there was no contract when they was taking care of you. You didn't sign no contract of obligation. You didn't. You didn't agree to 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 do nothing. But this is why the first commandment with promise is is uh, uh honor thy mother and father that thy days might be lengthened. Hallelujah. Because you owe them. And that word honor is kabo. It means to be heavy. Mm. That means you're supposed to take that burden upon your shoulder. No matter how heavy it is, and you're supposed to work with it. And you're supposed to treat it as if it is valuable. Because that which is heavy is of value. That's right. Right. If it was a sack of gold, you wouldn't be complaining. So, I pray that you can see these things.
1: You
0: know, so, and I also pray that you can see that there's two types of seed, two types of seed of Abraham spoken here that which came from Abraham's loins, yeah. as well as that which came from Abraham's faith.
1: Yeah.
0: They're both represented here.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, that's why. Um, Romans 4:16 speaks to all the seed, yeah. not to that. Galatians 3:7 says, "Know ye therefore that they which are, of faith the same are the children of Abraham." You know, and so there are two different groups being represented here. So I pray that you can see that there's two types of seed Abraham spoken. Of, uh, Abraham's, uh, two types of seed of Abraham spoken here, i.e., that which came from Abraham's loins as well as that which came from Abraham's faith. That said, natural Israel, i.e. that seed which is of the law, the seed um, from Abraham's loins, which is represented by 144,000 that will be sealed, that we read about in Revelation 7, um, verse 4, where it says, and I heard the number of them which were sealed, and there were sealed, 144,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel, you know, and again, a subsequent group without number speaks to Abraham's spiritual seed, yeah. that is that which is a um, faith that it might be by grace or caris that we was just um, going over. Yep. And so there's two different groups. Yep. You know, clicker,
1: please.
0: Yeah. All right, clicker don't want to click now.
1: Manual don't want to work.
0: Oh, Oh, (laughs) Louie. Yeah. Uh, All right, now one thing is another, right? Let's see if we can oh, Yeah, when I wanted to. Uh, all right. Back. Okay, so. All right, so. um, Yeah. So we're moving on to Genesis 13, 17, which says, Arise, walk through the land in the length of it and in the breadth of it, for I will give it unto thee. This is yet another picture of our exalted father descending from the kingdom of heaven to walk through the land. But this one teaches us where he where he would reside, you know, and it tells us in verse eighteen that Avon removed his tent and came and dwelt in the plain of Mamre, which is in Hebron, and built there an altar unto yahuwah Now, this word "plain" is different than the previous word "plain." Mm-hmm. Now, just reading in the English, you would think that this, that both of these were the same word. It speaks mm-hmm. the plain, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And not so. This word "plain" is Elon you know which speaks to a tree a great tree mm. okay you know and then we have um uh, this was uh plain of which is tree of you know memory. Memory means rebellious mm. or bitter it also can speak to something that's um, of strength mm. or fatness yeah. so if we put these together we see a great tree that's rebellious Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, a bitter tree mm-hmm. of strength and that is of fatness, mm-hmm. a tree of fatness.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, Klebron or Hebron um, means association is from Kiber, number 2267, which speaks to a society. Mm-hmm. So in other words, we see that Abram, the hot, the exalted father removed his tent and came and dwelt in the great tree that was rebellious, um. Uh, and was bitter and was strong in a fatness hmm. so what great tree was rebellious bitter but strong in a fatness you know and uh, which was in Hebron that is in association with his society hmm. now that should be easy now you know that's where he resided we know Abram speaks to that exalted father, our Yahshua, our savior, is also an exalted father, right?
1: Yeah.
0: You know, he removed his tent. Why, thank you.
1: <laughs>
0: he removed his tent and came and dwelt in a great tree that was rebellious. It was a tree of um, that was bitter and strong and a tree of fatness. And this tree was in association with his society. In Jerusalem, very, very close.
1: That's
0: Can anybody think of you know what society was depicted as a tree? Israel.
1: Israel.
0: Israel. Israel, absolutely. Um, and yes, part of Israel was depicted as a fig tree, but a fig tree wasn't a tree of fatness. Olive. Olive tree uh, is the tree of fatness. And so we see that in Judges 9, 9. It says, but the olive tree said unto them, should I leave my where mm. Wherewith by me they honor Elohim and man mm. and go to be promoted over the trees. Mm. You know, and also we have a second witness in Romans eleven sixteen 16 and 17. It says, for if the first fruit be holy, the lump is also holy. And if the root be holy, so are the branches. And if some of the branches are broken off, Hello, Lot. And if some of the branches are broken off, hello, those who have a veil upon their mind, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. those who are blinded when they read um, the Old Testament scriptures. And if thou be a wild olive tree, hello, Gentiles, were grafted in among them and with them partakers of the root and the fatness of the olive tree hello Israel so can you see that that great tree was re- was um that was rebellious was Israel yeah yeah it was a bitter tree yeah. it was a strong tree it was a tree of fatness you know and this bitter is place. where album or the exalted father Yahshua came to reside in mm-hmm. yeah. he came to reside in that great tree that was rebellious bitter strong yeah. and a tree of fatness in association with his society. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, Mm -hmm. and he was born into that tree, was he not? You know, and in that tree, some of the branches were broken off, even as we see Lot being broken off from Avon. You know, and um, verse 17 goes on to say, and thou being a wild olive tree were grafted in among them, and with them partakers of the root and the fatness of the olive tree. That's all I have for you today. Pray for blessing.